Hello and welcome back to Teak Talk, episode three, episode five overall. If you're also counting my two cent on love. Speaking of my two cent on love, I will be back on that in the next episode, and the topic will be revealed at the end of this one. Now, make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. But thank you for listening to another episode of Teak Talk. And today, I have a special episode about something I care a lot about. Last episode, we talked about how we need to start listening to listen and understand and not just to respond. But it's important that we realize that we're all the old man yelling at the cloud at some point. We're stuck in our old ways and shouting into the void. But we all want to be heard, not just heard, though. We want to be understood because somebody can hear you yet misinterpret everything you're saying. But we want people, even those who aren't going through our struggles, to understand and empathize with us. We want allies. In life, we rely on allies to help us through and support us. And when we're part of something bigger, whether that's civil rights or LGBTQIA plus rights, we need those allies. Years back, I was talking with one of my friends and my style is personally to be really challenging to somebody because I feel like if you're a real friend to somebody through challenging them and their beliefs, you help those beliefs become stronger. So that's how I attack things. So story time on that. I have a friend who's bisexual, and me and him have had many conversations about things that he goes through. But I asked once if he feels like it would be beneficial to have more solidarity amongst the community. I told him that I think a self-inflicted wound of that community is that it did just start with LGBT and then expanded to include QIA, which on top of noticing, you know, lesbians, gays, bisexuals, and transgenders, it also added in queer, intersex, and asexual people as well, with the plus representing all the people amongst that spectrum. Now, my whole thing that I was telling him is it lends the movement to more criticism and separation because people now just call it alphabet soup or the alphabet people, and it's easier to dismiss. He began explaining to me that the reason why is because it's not all one community. Thus, the need for other acronyms is needed. So I had more questions about that because of my understanding that it was all inclusive. So I learned a lot through the conversation about how bisexuals and transgenders are treated differently within even that group. But while talking about that, he hit me with this line. He hit me with the line of, you're not gay, so you wouldn't understand. Now, let's put a pin in that. There's a picture of a young 21-year-old Bernie Sanders taken in February of 1963 being carted by two cops in Chicago as they carried him to the paddy wagon for protesting civil rights for black people. There is also one of the most powerful pictures I've seen, a picture of the Woolworth in Jackson, Mississippi taken in May of 1963. There was a sit-in with two white students and one black student that was taken right after they had had uh, gotten smacked, cigarettes burned on them, condiments poured on them, they were hit with bottles, slapped, you name it. Then there was also the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. Now, if you don't know about Stonewall, Stonewall Inn was a prominent gay bar in East Village, New York. And at the time, Throughout the state of New York, homosexuality was considered a criminal offense, and thus gay bars would get raided about once a month. There's about five or six of them in the area. It wasn't the first time there's been an uprising, but this one lasted for six days, 
And that one fundamentally changed the discourse surrounding LGBTQIA activism in the United States. And it helped put rights basically in the mainstream. Now, that not only included LGBTQIA plus people, but people straight, cisgender too. So the connection to all of these is that in each of these cases, they included allies. Which brings me back to the story. When he said, that, hey, you're not gay, so you don't understand. My response to that was, you're right. I don't understand. And that's what I need your help with is to help me at least get to a point where I can even partially understand what the battle is so that I can help. And at the end of the day, that's what allies want to do. Everybody wants to feel like they're helping somebody out. Everybody wants to feel like they are doing something for the greater good. And human rights are always for the greater good. But we need to understand that the fact of the matter is that unless somebody is going through your struggle with you, they're never going to fully understand. But having empathy and trying to help that person gain understanding is more helpful than just dismissing them and telling them they don't get it because they're not you. They already know that. We live in a world where if you're getting stomped out or jumped, people are more likely to pull out a phone than to pull somebody off of you. Having allies that aren't in your fight is crucial. When we start dismissing allies, it helps create enemies. Just think of it like this. If you're trying to help somebody move a couch, you see, you know, this guy's moving a couch from his van and he's struggling. And you go up to him like, hey, you know, I can help you out. And you go try to, you know, grab the couch. And he goes, no, I don't need your help. Well, some people will take that as a slight and be like, well, forget you then. I hope you hit your pinky toe on the corner of a table in the middle of the night when you're about to go to pee and then walk off. Right. Now, it's funny to think about. But what about when it's not a couch? And it's a movement for women's rights or transgender rights or civil rights when it comes to police brutality. The last thing we need is to tell people that we can do it ourselves because we can't. Every ally is an asset and a megaphone to the people around them who most likely aren't thinking like you are. Allies can make even more allies because through their empathy and understanding, they can help make a difference for people who don't think like you. So we need to invest in trying to gain allies and keep allies, and even turning enemies into allies, and it'll help amplify the movement and the causes that we are passionate about. Lastly, I did want to talk about turning enemies into allies. We have to start being more open about who we're willing to talk to, and meeting people where they're at, not trying to drag people where we want them to be. By that, I mean you have to use tension creatively. Let's say you're talking to a person who's racist. I told the story last episode of uh, Daryl Davis, and how he converted... 200 Klansmen to turn in their robes. He did that by using tension creatively. He listened to their gripes and stereotypes and lies and everything else without being combative. He slowly began to find common ground with them because at the end of the day, we're all human beings and there's always common ground that could be had. And that's something we can all learn from. Let's listen to understand each other and then reason with people about our stances in order to find that common ground and through understanding we can change hearts through understanding we can change minds and through understanding we can gain and keep allies. So keep an open mind and heart and be willing to have those tough conversations. So we aren't only heard, but we're understood. And that's what I'm going to leave you with there. Now, back on the first episode of Teak Talk, when we uh, spoke about a billionaire should exist, we had a little bit of homework. The homework was asking if you had one week to spend a million dollars. How would you spend it and in what order? And I say we go over that later. So now is later to go over. It's pretty simple. Though. I mean, you just look over the order and what you spent your money on. 
the things you selected at the top or the things most important to you that you lack and desire. Really look at those things. What have you been doing to obtain those things? Whether that's a house, car, necessities, whatever. What have you been doing to get those? If the answer to that is nothing, then you need to switch up that thinking and begin putting action into making that happen. Because dreams without goals are just dreams. Thank you for listening yet again. Like I said, my two cent on love will return in the next episode with the topic being toxic relationships. While we get in them, how we get out of them, and calling out our own toxic traits. Now, be sure to tune into that because we've all either been in one of those or know of someone close to us who have. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on my two cent on love and TikTok.